Clean up on aisle two. Clean up on aisle two. <laughs> this is making a podcast. <laughs> My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. I have to do this. Cash in number four, please. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually quite a good voice. Uh dream oh my god my dreams come true <laughs> i think you should voice all of the self-checkouts no, in the should hurry the fuck up <laughs> really 10 items or less bitch <laughs> put that back can't afford it <laughs> <laughs> so katie how are you i'm really tired <laughs> that's very fucking usual i know i'm really tired mm. had a blood test today so I just feel like I'm tired as well because of that. Mm. And I was in the gym and I was in work and my life never stops. Mm-hmm. I do. I actually don't relax, but I do, but I don't. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I'm just one of these people. I'm like, please, everybody leave me alone. Mm-hmm. No, I'm messing <laughs> But yeah, no, everything's all good. Just kind of. Chilling, waiting on the weekend. I'm waiting on payday. Yeah, fair. It's on Monday, and I'm really, really, really waiting on payday. So much. But, uh, yeah, no, not really to complain about. How are you? I'm okay. I was in Birmingham. So yeah. we're recording on a different day than we usually would, just you to me. So went to Birmingham, see the 1975. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely brilliant. Had a great time. Um, but flying, flying <laughs> always makes me so tired and so achy. Yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's tough on the old body. Yeah. But honestly, unpopular opinion, Weatherspoons is a bop. Yeah, but only in England. Yeah, Weatherspoons here is not great. <laughs> no, Weatherspoons in Ireland is a flop. Oh, well, but Weatherspoons in, in England is a bop. Oh, such a bop. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't care. If that, if that gets me into trouble, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, they're not really nice to their staff. Mm. But, you know, who is these days? <laughs> this is the office manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have bosses, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I do uh, have a good job. But, like, I, me- I meant, like, in regards of like hospitality mm, and we'll get to that in a while mm-hmm. um anyway we're gonna move on to a bit of pop news <laughs> so a star is born became a huge box office success and oscar nominated movie directed and starring bradley cooper and of course his on-screen love interest lady gaga just absolutely slayed mm-hmm. um but she was not the first choice for this role he admitted that he initially uh, looked into Adele playing the role, um, but unfortunately she refused. He then moved on and said he started developing the story with Beyonce in mind. He said, I went to Beyonce's house and Jay-Z was not uh, was watching Judge Judy. I still remember, I'm not kidding, I, and I was freaking out. I remember I had this weird cough when I was pitching it to her. It was crazy. She is incredible and so is he, and we developed it for like a year together. I mean, she's one of the greatest people of all time. Then that fell through. So then when that fell through, Lady Gaga came in. Adele, I can see in that role. Can you? Beyonce, yeah, like, not the way Lady Gaga. I can see Beyonce, I can see. 
I'm the I'm the complete opposite. I cannot see Beyonce in that film. She's too famous. But she has acted before. No, she has, but she's too famous now. Mm. Like, as in, I don't think this is not Beyonce slander. This is not Beyonce slander. I Never. want to say because we're not allowed slander Beyonce. Like she is ever the best thing in the world. I just personally don't know that she's that good of an actress that she can make me not be like, oh, that's Beyonce. Like, yeah, I didn't no, I get, see I get what you Lady mean, Gaga though. as as Ali, was it, in this film? Ali, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see, I saw Ali. I forgot it was Lady Gaga. I don't think I could forget that that was Beyonce mm. in that movie because she's just so iconic, like. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that's so, completely fair. That is fair. So that's why, like, I don't. It's not that I don't think she'd be a good fit because, like, her voice is incredible. But I don't think I could separate Beyonce from the film. Mm. So, I'm happy it worked out the way it did. Yeah, I could. Well, I can't imagine Adele. Could you imagine? No, but I can't. Where would it be set? Like, it would be set in fucking Netflix. Like, maybe they'd make her do an American accent. But she's not an actress, though. Well, neither is Beyonce. I know she's acted, but she is a singer. Uh, so <laughs> she has acted, though. That's yeah, time. and she had to do something for the first time to be an actor. So, <laughs> like Adele could be an actor one day. Okay, oh, yeah. she is because she does her own music videos. Okay, fair, but... good for Adele. I'm proud of her. Yeah, good. You should be. She's best. She's no, she's wonderful. Um, so this person, uh, next headline, was an actor, um, mm-hmm. but now they are a mother who, who is mothering in space. But I'm of course talking about Good Luck Charlie star, uh, Bridget Mendler. She oh. uh, uh, she quit the industry to go to Harvard Law. She is now officially a CEO as she launches her startup Northwood Space. It aims to create satellite ground stations that are designed with mass production and customer flexibility first in mind. She also tweeted that she adopted a four-year-old boy. Aww. So, like, insane. <laughs> we love her. I love her so much. She's such a well-rounded human. Yeah. Like, she could have been so big. Mm. And she went, nah no, thank you. I will take my money and I will go away and be educated. And I love that for her. Mm. Because that's clearly what she wanted to do. And I'm so glad that she had the people around her that didn't keep her there. Yeah. She didn't want to be. So I'm actually really happy for her. Oh, that's amazing. I'm very happy for her. CEO. Well, let's, let's, CEO. let's take down Elon Musk and get Bridget Mendler <laughs> on top of Twitter. Let's, oh, let's erase yeah. it and get back to Twitter. Come on. Yeah, I agree. Come on. Come on, Bridget. Do it for the girls. Please. Do it for the girls. Thank you. <laughs> Do it for the girls. We bought your music. Come on. <laughs> I bought, I watched Good Luck Charlie every day. Please. <laughs> <laughs> she vlogs from space. Wow. Like, Good Luck Charlie, you're not getting space, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final headline. Um, so Scandaval uh, happened last year and took over the entire world and changed the face of reality television. And mm. we've since heard from all parties involved. But it looks like the final nail is in the coffin with Tom Sandoval as he went on the vile files and said this in regards to the infamous Scandaval. He said, I'm not a pop culture historian, really, 
but I witnessed the OJ Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird to compare this to that, I think. But do you think in, in, a, same, in a weird way, it's a little bit the same? No. No. No, I, no, we do not. Oh, no, nobody. Man is a fucking deal. Yeah, how? What are your opinions on this? Other than that, he's a. Chill. I mean, it's not. It's not bad enough that he's fucked up his entire life. The whole world hates him, and he is a loser with a cover band. Mm. But you've just compared this reality TV scandal to two cases where people died. Murders. Yes, two murders, people died, and of course, racial injustice, and then a whole movement was revived because of one of these things. And if I'm correct, he's a white man? He is a white man, yes. Brilliant. Really, <laughs> really good. <laughs> he's so smart. <laughs> oh, this fucking loser, I swear. He's a really smart guy, but it sounds a bit... Tell you now the reunion. He needs to get fucking ripped again. I don't. I don't care. I'm surprised he's even loud on the telly anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, let's ban him. Hey, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The world says no, thank you. Goodbye. One hundred percent. We're done. We're done with this. Oh, man. Oh. oh my god. Okay, so Katie, uh, you're going to have to check out this week's topic. We introduce it. Okay, this week we are bringing you on a journey through a one-stop shop for everything you need, whether you want to be thinner, fatter, happier, or sadder. And if you know this quote, then you'll know we are talking about the truly magnificent Superstore this week. So Evan, what is your history with Superstore? My history with Superstore, I remember, I think it being on YouTube and I think the promo for for it came up. And I remember, see, I remember I knew obviously who America Ferreira was. She was the only one I recognized it because obviously. Um, <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, I love her. I should watch this. And then obviously it wasn't on any streaming service at the point. And also this was like 2015. We weren't where we were with streaming. Mm-hmm. And then I completely forgot about it for years. And then... Someone I know, I'm not gonna say how I know them, they have a, a fire stick. Um I'm not getting I'm not getting anyone arrested, guys. <laughs> Although it's not mine, I want to clarify. No, it's not Evans. <laughs> Evan doesn't partake in that. I don't, I don't. Um but I remember I think I was saying with them when I was scrolling through it and they saw a superstore and I was like, Oh I remember the promo for that. And this was during the pandemic, I think 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, right, I watched I stuck it on. I think I watched the first season and then I was like, oh, I'll continue it and then I forgot. And then I got put into Netflix uh, like a few months later and I was like, okay, right, time to binge the whole thing. So I binge the whole thing. I think I watched it like god eight or nine times that year. Yeah. And I just watched it again and again and again. I couldn't get enough of it. And then yeah, just loved it ever since. So what's your history with Superstore? I had never heard of it until it popped up on you uh on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I was so shocked that I had like did I did it put out a new season while it was on Netflix or did was the No, they put out five seasons and then it, it, it this was during the sixth and final season, I think. Yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, so I was so shocked to see it had so many seasons and I was like, what? Because I thought it was a new thing. Yeah. But then obviously I looked at it and I saw the time frame and stuff the other way it puts the year on the very mm. first season and stuff. And I was like, whoa. And it, I think you were watching it at the time. That's why I started watching it. Yeah. And I think I was sick or something. So I had loads of time mm-hmm. and I just fell in love. And I yeah. just looked ever since, and now I adore. Okay, we're going to uh, go right back to the pilot episode of Superstore. Are, you re- are we ready? We are ready. So, Garrett opens the episode with a narration about the American Superstore. Um, Amy is serving a customer at the jewelry counter and makes a sale. Uh, Amy tells Glenn, her, man- her manager, that she is taking a mental health break and take off her Cloud9 vest. Dina is interviewing the newest hire, Jonah, and wants to know if he has a girlfriend. Jonah is single and she notes that down. The customer knocks over some toilet rolls and Amy starts to pick them up when Jonah runs over. Jonah says he's not someone who would work in a place like this. Uh, Amy fake compliments Jonah. Cheyenne, who is pregnant, needs to go to the bathroom and asks Amy. Jonah is about to interrupt uh, before Amy says she'll get someone to cover for Cheyenne. Cheyenne, sorry. Uh, Amy puts her vest on and Jonah realises that she works there. Jonah knocks over a the pile of toilet roll as Amy walks away. There's a staff meeting and Dina is pointing at the differences between decongestant and crystal meth. Jonah tries to explain himself and Amy messes with him. Jonah introduces himself and so does Matteo, who is the other new hire. Dina and Glenn snark at each other over the Bible. Uh, Garrett shows Jonah the ropes. Jonah learns Amy is the floor supervisor and she admits uh, she wears a fake name. She wears fake names tags. Amy is reducing electronics and shows Jonah how to do this, but he doesn't pay attention. Cheyenne gets proposed to by her boyfriend, Beau, who Amy served earlier. At this time, a customer is asking Amy for help with stool medication. Amy is concerned that Cheyenne has said yes. She tells Cheyenne to not do something she'll regret, and the stool lady takes this advice too. Jonah shows up, uh, shows off as Amy talks to Glenn and he waves to Dina. Many customers are stocking up on electronics. Amy sees this and finds out uh, Jonah reprices everything to 25 cent. Amy shouts uh, to shut it all down. She chases the customer out of the store and they end up in a fight. Matteo shows off uh, to Glenn's as the mania continues. Dina shoots the ceiling and says the sale is over. Another staff meeting is called. Jonah asks Gary if employees can be de- uh, can date supervisors and Dina overhears this. Jonah stacks cans of LaCroix, uh, LaCroix and tries to apologize to Amy. Amy and Jonah take a walk and she says he's already screwed up twice on, on, this, on the first day. Jonah says anything can be breathtaking and reiterates he can have fun at work. Cheyenne does uh, Dina's makeup. Cheyenne t- tries to tell Dina about her decision, but Dina leaves. Matteo tells Amy about hanging up the clothes. Matteo rats Jonah out as Garrett and Jonah race the carts. Amy wonders what will happen if Glenn sees his carry-on and he's involved. Amy tries to be fun and, send Jonah on, uh, and sends Jonah on top of her car. Uh, she brings Jonah flowers as a peace offering. Um, Amy tells Jonah she's been working there for 10 years. She talks about how often she stocks the, gl- uh, the glow stars for back to school every year. Garrett announces it's closing time and that Grace's parents should come and get her. Matteo is talking about the work he's doing. Jonah wants to show Amy something and a guy in a balaclava hops on the checkout. Dina crawls to the office. He takes off his mask and it's Bo who wants Cheyenne to marry him and uses a flash mob to do so. Dina is calling the police, not realizing it's not a stick up. Um. Bo ends the song and proposes to Cheyenne. Dina thinks Bo is going to shoot her. Dina cuts off the lights and the glow stars are on the ceiling. Jonah did this as a moment of beauty. 
The staff have a cheers in the car park as Bo is being questioned by the police. Dina jokes about uh, blowing Bo's head up. Cheyenne thinks, thanks Jonah and she goes to bail out Bo. Amy is about to head off and Jonah catches up to her. She He says he wanted today to feel different than any other day. She thanks him and finally tells him, tells, tells him her name is Amy. Garrett asks Jonah to hang out. Amy puts on her wedding ring. That is the end of the pilot episode of Superstore. But let's get into a discussion. Woo, let's get into it. <sighs> Where to start? Well, I'll start with this. I think this, we've had workplace comedies before. Yeah. They're like The Office, Parks and Rec, um, different ones. But there hadn't been a retail one. Mm. But um, in the US anyway, there was Trolley over here. Um, <laughs> but I think that was specifically like a supermarket or whatever. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So uh, I was just like, okay, I was, it's very relatable. It's very relatable as as two people who have worked in retail before. Mm-hmm. But like, well, I suppose you worked in. The only difference is your department store that you worked in didn't stock food like supermarket. I worked in two department stores, but they weren't. I And I did work in supermarket as well. But, um... You did. Yeah, you did work in supermarket. But like, as in the two department stores, they weren't like they didn't. They weren't like. No, they were like luxury. That was luxury retail, essentially. Yeah, well, like I had, I had worked in a supermarket, but I'd never worked in like a department store, mm-hmm. really. But it was still so relatable. Like no matter what part of retail you've ever worked in, like even there was like the chemist and stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like even like pharmacy workers would be able to relate to it. It was so good, but you can you can tell that it's clearly like a take on like a Walmart. Yeah, so actually it's the first, the pilot episode was actually filmed in a Kmart, in oh. an active Kmart. And then once they got picked up, they built a like, fake store on the Universal lot. No way. Um, and the storefront is fake TV magic, everyone. Um, so yeah, the storefront, like it's all it's all an illusion. I'm sure if you go to Universal Studios, they'll explain this to you. Fair. Yeah, so they the first episode's filmed in an actual like active working Kmart, which must have been a nightmare to film, but still. Yeah. That that was definitely filmed overnight. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then they just use Hollywood magic to make it look like the middle of the day. Mm. But like the American stores like Target and Kmart and Walmart, they're all like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I haven't been in a huge one like what I would imagine that one is like. I've mm-hmm. only really been in like smaller ones because mm-hmm. I've only ever been in New- in America for like two days at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, I've never actually done a long stint there, but it definitely is like the traditional American stores. Yeah. But I just love this program. Every single character has their own arc. Yeah. And like they all have their their all own moments, and mm-hmm. even Bo, yeah, Bo's own little redemption <laughs> and stuff like that. It's really, really good. I cannot tell you how much I love this show. Oh, honestly, I love it so much, and every time I watch it, I think I just laugh even harder than the first. And I'm surprised it it isn't a bigger hit though. Yeah, like, but I just, and maybe it is in America. But I don't know if it is. Well, I think we got it too late here. Yeah, we we one hundred percent got it too late here. Mm-hmm. 
like I feel like only people that like really like sitcoms mm -hmm. will watch this show and mm -hmm. like us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. I'm very diverse, thank you. Uh-uh-uh. You do love sitcoms. <laughs> I do love sitcoms. I don't only like them. I guess not what I said. I but said what you just people... said. No, what I said, people who love sitcoms. I didn't say only, I said who love them. Okay. Not everyone likes watching sitcoms. <laughs> when you're when you're doing this later on, you will listen to what I said and you'll be like, oh, she did actually say that. I'm like, yes, I did. Listen to me. Well, well, we pointed out I do the hard work. Thank you. <laughs> Nobody has ever said he didn't. Yeah, I've mentioned that so many times. Right, okay. Jeremy, Jeremy, I would like to walk off the set, please. Off we go. <laughs> No, don't tell me messing. Oh my god. I mean, even like the characters are so like well written. Like I feel like I've worked with every single one of these kind of people. Like Mateo in the first episode. Love him. His character gets so much better as the series goes on. Couldn't stand him in the first episode. I love like Mateo. I know you. I know exactly who you are. You take everything so seriously and it's never that serious. Yeah. Pilot Mateo is just no thank you. But mm. then Obviously, as you watch the show, he gets so much better and his story gets so much more depth oh. and is actually really sad. I know. I was going to bring up so that episode hard. in a minute. Oh, so, so sad. Um. Also, Dina reminds me of my old geography slash PE teacher. She has a vibe, doesn't she? But yeah, but she actually looks like her as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like would just remind you of her in every way. And like even the fact of like shooting the gun to stop everyone, like I'm sure my mm. old teacher would have done that if she mm. could have. America, <laughs> America, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That teacher was definitely America coded. Um, but I really like her arc as well. And yeah, she gets she has a really good storyline and really good like. Um, growth. Mm. There's so many good characters in the show. I actually don't think there's a bad character. I don't think so either. Even like the side characters who aren't in it that much. Like I like um like Carol Kelly was another one who was in it for a little bit. Who I... <laughs> poor Kelly got the brunt of it. Uh, I to be fair, I didn't even like her on the show. I was like, get out. You're not meant to be here <laughs> because I stand. Um, Jonah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I just want you guys to be loved. <laughs> oh, from the minute like I saw that story arc, I was like, I want them to be in love. And then she had a stupid husband. Oh, Adam, he was the fucking worst. Mm -hmm. He was not nice. He was not nice. And then we, whoever's watched it all knows what happens. I actually don't want to spoil this. Oh, no, spoil it all. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, no, but it was so, like, I wouldn't want to take away somebody's, like, shock factor from watching it because there's so many things that happen in this that are, like, such, like, surprises. Oh, but I was going to bring up that episode with Matteo. And okay, the immigration people come in. Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm not talking about that. No, that was shocking. That was heart-wrenching. Like, yeah. when they started delving in, and then he was like, yeah, I'm here legally, and then 
they're like hiding in the clothes racks and stuff if I remember correctly Yeah, and then Dean is like in the security cameras trying to get them out and stuff, and it, it just there's just no way that it, they could have got them out safely. yeah oh. Man, but it then like even that episode like links back to like his first episode where he's like I'm a really hard worker and like he just wanted that job I think it was done purposely to show that like some people are just need jobs Yeah. just to sustain like But even like Glenn covers for him because remember there's an episode where I think he, uh, Glenn tries to meet him with him because he doesn't have the social security number on file and then he ends up taking this dead guy's social security number and then Glenn realises what's going on and he says yeah no that's all fine and kind of gives him a look and Yeah. I was like oh When I was watching the show, though, I was so annoyed that Glenn was the manager because I'm just like, I love, I love his character, but like, I'm, and we've all had managers like this where I'm like, you should not be a manager. <laughs> oh 100 You should not be allowed to manage people. You are too nice and gullible. To be fair, I've actually never had a manager like Glenn in the fact of that he's too nice and gullible. I've had a lecturer like Glenn. Oh, that's really nice. Which is, yeah, which is really, really nice. I don't think I've ever had a manager. I've had, like, similar encounters with, like, supervisors like Glenn. Really? That are just really nice? Like, not in the departments I was ever in, but they weren't my supervisor, if you get me. Ah, okay. Yeah. No, he's just very, like, lackadaisy. Like, how did you get that job? Because, like, it seems pretty high pain in this universe. I think they What? touch on that. <laughs> What? Do they touch on that? Oh no, because remember, there's never. I think it does. Amy get the manager position at some point, Yeah, and and then it's she like... she gets like a hundred grand a year. Yeah. Okay, that's too high for that that role. Well, not for Amy, it's not. That queen deserves everything. No, <laughs> well, not for America Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they did. They touched on it that Amy was getting like, yeah, the hundred grand a year, and also obviously Glenn would be on the same because he's or more because he's a man and it's America. So we're all just gonna take that as if as in he was paid more for that Yeah, yeah. role. But they they do touch on like the kind of injustice of the workplace, like with the unions and all, and like Yeah. the fact that they're not allowed to unionize, and like the maternity leave with Amy and you know and Cheyenne and all that. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely, it's a show that, like, is really funny, but, like, also had its place in, like, currency of, like, realness Yeah, definitely. and of stuff that was going on at the, at the present time when it was being, like, recorded and filmed and stuff. So I just really love the show. Mm. I think it's just telling the stories of like these people, your everyday people that you come across. Which, Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? which like I, which like I'm like, you know, if we compare it to friends where Monica's working a chef job, living in this huge apartment, you know. Yeah, this this is what I was gonna say. It reminded me of like a more realistic friends, as in like the it has the vibe and the comfiness of watching a friends episode, but it's set more in present day because obviously it was filmed in the twenty tens, and it's.
showing more of a realistic side to life. Yeah. So I really like it for that fact. But um, also in the first, in the pilot episode, Amy says a quote where she's like, every day is the same. And I know that because today is the same as yesterday and tomorrow will be the same as today. I'm kind of like, but no, Amy, because... First of all, you sent the man flying into his into a car in the car park because he was like being in a, <laughs> a boat trolley or whatever. Uh, he started and insulted you and put everything to twenty five cents. Cheyenne got uh, got pregnant. Well, she yeah, Cheyenne got engaged in the middle of the <laughs> store. I'm like that clearly isn't the same as every day. But also, just from work and retail perspective, that's why I liked retail. Because every day was different. Oh, I thought you were going to say you liked it because every day was the same. I was like, no. No, I liked it because every day was different. Like, if people used to say to me, oh, what's your like about retail? Like, that every day is different. Like, you do not know who you're going to be interacting with that day because you're dealing with the public all the time. Mm. You know? Yeah. So I don't agree with what she said. I No, I do and I don't. That's the best way I can put it. Like, yeah, obviously, like, she's like, yeah, this job is shit and I hate coming here every day and that's why it's the same. But it's not really, the, no day is the same in retail. No, I loved working in the department stores. They'd always throw me between three different departments and I was like, the watches were my favourite. I knew nothing about watches. <laughs> I don't wear a watch. I was like, look at this. This is, has diamonds on it. And I was like, you should buy this. This one is lovely. But... This one can tell the time. Oh, my God. Revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> This one can stay on your wrist. (laughs) (laughs) Here, I shouldn't have been in it. Oh, well, the Black Friday episode is actually one of the best. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. We've all been there. Oh, Oh, unfortunately. But like, I don't think I could, I'd ever survive a day working in retail in America on Black Friday. No, it was actually a movie that came out there back in November called Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it opens, it's a horror movie and it opens with like a Black Friday rush say, and like they, they touch on like the crowds and stuff like that. And like these teenagers, they know someone so they sneak in the back door, but they're not, they're only going in to like see someone's dad or whatever. But like it, like <laughs> obviously this is not real, but it's it's been a horror movie way. Like it's shown like the kind of, madness of it all like the things you see on youtube like the doors glass doors breaking people breaking in people being injured like and obviously in this horror movie some people died um hopefully that has not happened but i was just like that was actually the scarier than the rest of the film yeah yeah Mm. but like it's it's real like you know yourself even in ireland like people go crazy when there's a half decent sale on i would say stephen's day is worse I think Stephen's Day is much worse. Stephen's Day is more busy, like, as in... No, no, actually, no. no I, really... I, I didn't think Black Friday was busy, but it was never bad. Stephen's Day was ten times worse. See, I've worked in shops that done really good sales on Black Friday. <laughs> Genuinely, even I was yeah. shocked. I was like, really? And they're like, yeah. Like, when I used to work in JD and Lifestyle, I will full name them. When I used to work in those stores, like they put on really good sales, but it was more the preparation for Black Friday that was the worst. Actual days, like 
remember we used to have to work till like 11 o'clock the night before putting out rails on the floor and just oh oh it's a tough time but yeah i did really like that episode of uh super sore mm. and then what was the other episode where they done like the training thing for wait they so they have a right so they they actually do this in quite a few things they have staff meetings every quite often yeah. And then I'm always like, who's on the floor? I know. I used to always think that as well. I'd be like, um, sorry. <laughs> uh, like, Glenn, you have a story <laughs> there. Um, no, I'll try to get up the name of the episode now. I'll, I'll look it up on Netflix. So if you can hear what I'm playing, sorry. Uh, I'm should... so glad they dumped the Dina Fantine Jonah storyline. Yeah. I'm so glad they dumped that. And I like horror and Garrett's arc. Oh, I love that. It's really nice. <laughs> like, I'm kind of I'm kind of sad that Garrett's not really in a wheelchair in real life. <laughs> what? What sentence? What? Like, I mean, I am. I, I think. Like, I just, I wish that they had somebody that was actually in the you watch, watch the next few words you say. What? I thought you were going to What did you think I was going to say? <laughs> I can't say that. Oh, no, I cannot say that. Okay, you can tell me later. <laughs> But I just wish they got as somebody who was actually in a wheelchair to play the character. Even though I love the actor and he's really good, I still I wish. picturing you meeting this man being like, why are you standing? <laughs> why are you fully abled? Sorry. <laughs> That's not a bad thing to say, by the way. Okay, no, it's not, but that was really funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, can't say it. I'm like, I can't. And I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I just, I it was just something in me that was kind of like, everything else about the show and the cast and everything is so perfect. Mm. And then I'm like, oh, they couldn't have even just gotten to do that. Like, like, No. They couldn't have just got an actor who's in a wheelchair. But anyway, sure look. Yeah, no, in fairness, they should have done that. Well, anyway, he's a great actor and he done the character really, really well. Yeah, no, so he did. We're not gonna we're not gonna be mad about it. Um oh yeah. The Golden Globes party. It's not the episode I was thinking oh, about. Oh yeah, where Amy hosts the party and everything goes horribly wrong. Yeah. She's trying to tell everyone how great she is after a divorce. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. I also love the rivalry rivalry between Carol and Sandra. Oh yeah. Oh some of the funniest things I've ever Sandra's seen. Sandra's a great character. Oh, Sandra's obsessed. very, very underrated in this. Yeah. Show. Oh my gosh. You know, season six they brought in COVID. Yeah. How do we feel about that? It was very weird, but I think, yeah, necessary. It was very, very necessary um, because 
But you're all going through it. Yeah. And I'm sure that the fil- like this filming of this season kind of got like stalled through COVID. And I think it would have been in bad taste. Yeah. If they hadn't have addressed it, to be fair. Yeah. Especially when it's retail essential workers and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Amy leaves. Yeah. I know. America. America's busy trying to get her bag. As she should. We, we all know how we feel about America around here. I love America Ferrer. I would die for that woman. Love her so much. She's just so good. And she will always be so good in everything she does. And I adore her. Okay. Well, honestly, I think I'm going to sum everything up by saying I think this is a really funny, relatable show that deserved to be way bigger than it was. Oh, I agree. Fully agree. Wouldn't have said about myself. Okay, so next up, I'm going to talk about. So we've talked about some of the cast members, but um, so what I found when I was watching Superstore for the first time, and I'm sure some of us, yourself, Katie, some of us probably have, mm-hmm. that well, you might be scratching your head, being like, "Where do I know them from?" So we're going to do, "Where do I know them from?" with the Superstore cast. So this, oh. so because it's a big cast of characters, I mainly just chose the main ones you'd see oh. in pretty much every episode. Um. So first up, although she's not in the pilot, we did mention her. Taliko Kahawi, um, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, who plays Sandra. So she played the awkward employee who falls in love with Jerry and beefs with Carol. So Kaliko has been in a number of episodes of shows such as Modern Family, Chuck, Parks and Recreation, The Big Bang Theory and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She plays Principal Kwan in Raven's Home. And she's also in the movie Hall Pass. Wow. He's a busy girl. So Mark McKinney, who plays Glenn. Uh, so before playing the manager of Cloud Nine, he was he was a cast member on Saturday Night Live and the other show Kids in the Hall. That makes sense about him being on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He's very yeah, no, he's very he's very humor like and the way he carries himself in the show is very Saturday Night Live. Yeah, very SNL. Mm-hmm. So next up we have uh, Nicole Sakura. Who played Cheyenne. So we all love her as the ditzy makeup loving pregnant teen who is entitled to maternity leave. Girls, we love to hear it. Uh, she's in the film Project X uh, before joining the show. She also played Amanda in Shameless US and she also voices characters in Robot Chicken. Oh. So, that, so you mentioned him and you're sad that he's not actually in a wheelchair. But Colton Dunn, who plays Garrett, so he announced a discount in closing times. However, he, however, was busy even before this. He was in the TV, he was in the show's Mad TV, Key and Peele, and had a recurring role on Parks and Recreation. Um, he currently voices a character in Big City Greens and Middle po- Middlemost Post. Oh, nice. Good for him. So next up we have Nico Santos, who played Mateo. So he may have been part of the best duo at Cloud9, Cheyenne and Mateo. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in movies such as Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, Crazy Rich Asians, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Happiness for Beginners, and The Re-Education of Molly Singer. He's also a judge on the show Is It Cake? Yeah, he is. <laughs> He's popping up at everything. I'm glad, glad for him. Good. So, Lauren Ash, who plays Dina. So, before the t- uh, she was playing the tough boss-ass bitch with the gun, that is Dina, she was in the fi- she was in films such as Lars and the Real Girl, alongside Ryan Gosling. Also in Paul Blart Mall Cop 2, um, she's in the Disaster Artist and uh, the Netflix movie Family Switch. 
Um, she currently plays Lexi in the TV show Not Dead Yet, which I've watched and is very good. Oh, very good. Okay, so next up we have Ben Feldman, who plays Jonah. So before he was pricing iPads for 25 cents, he was in films such as The Perfect Man with Hilary Duff, Cloverfield, mm. The Friday the 13th remake, and As Above, So Below. He played Josh in the TV show Living with Fran, and he was also in Mad Men. He currently voices Tyler in the Monsters, Inc. TV, Disney Plus TV special Monsters at Work. Nice. And finally, we mentioned her before. It is none other than America Ferreira who played Amy. So Beth's probably the best known cast member in Superstore. America Ferreira is best known for her role as Betty Suarez in Ugly Betty. And in the, mo- the Disney Channel original movie, Gotta Kick It Up. She was also in both Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants movies and the How to Train Your Dragon franchise. Mm-hmm. She is currently Oscar nominated for her role as Gloria in Barbie. As she should. Absolutely. I love her so much. Oh, we are America Ferrara. Stand over here. I love her. 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 Uh, so now I'm going to talk about the success of the show. So it has a 93% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yay. Good. Nope. Higher than rent and almost perfect. Exactly. As it should be. <laughs> so the pilot pulled in 7.2 million viewers upon its release. So pretty good. So this is interesting. In December 2020, it was reported that a spin-off titled Bo and Cheyenne uh, was in early development at NBC. So the series was uh, to be a co-production between uh, Universal, Spitzer and The District. Um, uh, on March 25th, 2021, though, following Superstore series finale, the showrunner stated that they did not factor the potential spin-off into the episode because its development was still in the early stages. So the following day... Uh, the following day, Kyle, who I'm assuming is the show's creator. I don't, I just copied and pasted this, sorry. <laughs> I admitted to it, I don't care. The following day, Kyle said in an interview that the project appears dead, stating, unfortunately, yesterday, NBC notified us that they are not going forward with the Superstore spin-off. Would not have worked, in my opinion. No, no, it just would have kind of brought the whole franchise down, I think. Yeah. It would have cheapened it, and in my opinion... And I'm kind of glad it didn't work out. Yeah. So, although I would have watched it probably if I hadn't known about it and seen it. I would have watched it. It's not going to be the same without everyone there. No, it would have been. Do you know what this would have been? Young Sheldon, no? Joey. Ah! <laughs> Those are second guess. Great. Young Sheldon is. I haven't actually seen all of it, but, but yeah, apparently it's very good. It is very good, but that that's very good because it's a prequel. It's not a. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I made a mistake there. No, that would have been a Joey situation. Yeah, 100%. And it would have done worse than Joey done. Yeah. So. So um, we've talked a little bit about Superstore and we've also mentioned working in retail. So we're going to talk about some retail horror stories. So I've pulled some off BuzzFeed. But before we get into those, we're going to talk about our own. So Katie, I sent sent it to you earlier. You said you had a few. (laughs) Oh, I have too many. What Human. do you want to know? Do you want to, like, are we talking about customers? Are we, no. So, so we're going to be talking about, like, customer experiences or, like, things you yeah. witnessed, I guess. Yeah. So, so too many, too many. But my biggest one, and it's probably been, like, nine years since that now. No, how old am I? <laughs> Seven years ago. So, um, I was working in JD. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm like, I'm going to full name it because it's actually nothing to do with the shop. It's a customer. So I was working in JD and there was a man in the shop and he was with his son and they were kicking a ball around the shop. And mm-hmm. I was, I had to go over and say to this grown man, I'm very sorry. Can you stop kicking the ball around the shop? It's health and safety, blah, blah, blah. And he said, go away from me, you with your health and safety. And I was like, brilliant. I was also, be- I was 20. So yeah. I was young. I was a young girl and we had lanyards, but mine had broken. So I used to keep mine in my back pocket mm-hmm. with my scan card for the till and stuff in it. And um, his son, it was probably about six, maybe younger, came behind me and whipped my lanyard out of my back pocket and then just threw it on the ground. And I was like, okay, this is not ideal, but whatever, that's fine. Whatever happened. So 10, 15 minutes passes, whatever. I was on front cover, so watching the front of the shop for like the, the beepers and stuff in case a tag was left on close so I could take it off for them. And what do you know beep 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 who is it this man and his son so I was like I'm very sorry sir. like can I just take it back into the store like I just need to check where the tag is because obviously because you can't say we think you're robbing yeah yeah but we do genuinely like genuinely the protocol is just to see make sure we haven't left the tag on yeah he started just screaming at me like screaming like in the middle of the shop because he came back in with me but I like forced it was health and safety then there's a tag on my clothes I'm never coming back to this shop and I literally I'm so proud of myself for doing this by the way Mm -hmm. I had a a t-shirt in my hand and I just threw it on top of his bag and said my manager had come over by this point because obviously there was motion and I just threw it on top of the bag and I was like I'm not dealing with this and I walked out the back and I just started sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> because I just am roared at. Like, and I, I just started absolutely sobbing. But I was just so angry. And like this, that interaction genuinely sticks with me seven years later. It was horrific. It was horrible. So horrible. I have a million stories, but I could I would literally be here all night talking about them. So tell mm. me yours. Uh, well, I'm trying to. I don't have as many. I mean, there's really only one that I still kind of think about to this day. Yeah. Well, there's two really. I'll just tell one of them though. Um, so I was working in a department store. Um, I don't know. It was actually, I'd say it, let's close now. Yeah, fair. Oh, so it was Debenhams. So I was working in Debenhams. You're like, they can't get me. <laughs> well, they, they can't get me anymore anyway. Um, not that it was, it, it was a great job, it was a positive experience overall. Um, but uh, I was working in Debenhams, and uh, so they put us between a few sections. So I'd be working in like the gifts department, which was like only open during Christmas. Then I would be in, I was mainly in personal care, which is like, you know, your hair dryers, straighteners, razors, things like that, whatever. And we had a policy on those that you can't return them for hygiene reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. Think about it. And they put me on watches as well. And then sometimes they put me on women's wear. Which I don't know why I was there. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was one thing. I was on the watch counter. And you could with this, you could go to, like, any till. Mm-hmm. You could go to any till to return stuff or pay for stuff. Like, that's kind of how the departments are really, yeah. like, operate or whatever. Anyway, so this one comes up with a hair straightener. And she's like, right, I want to return this. So, obviously, the policy was, if it's used, if it's a used hair straightener, you can't return it. 
Yeah. Right. This one. Uh, so I asked her, I was like, oh, okay, right, well, did you use it? And she goes, yeah, proceeds to take her phone, show me how she wasn't happy with what she did uh, with her hair. First of all, she thought she was getting a hair, either a hair curler or a hair crimper. It was very much a hair straightener. Okay. Okay. Um, she shows me that. I said, look, sorry, we really cannot take this back. You've after telling me you use it on your hair. I don't know why she just wouldn't lie. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have checked. No. Like, <laughs> the box was in fine condition as well. I was like, it would have been grand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, oh, but like, I'm not, I can't remember what she was saying. She just started giving out larks to me and all. And there was, a, there was a girl behind her with her kid. She's like, are you going to be able to serve me? I said, look, it looks like I'm going to be here for a while. You can go to any till in the store or whatever. Yeah. So basically that happens. Um, your one set is going mad. She, she keeps like swiping on her phone to show me this. She then, she then starts yelling at me. She was, she I, she wasn't Irish anyway. She then starts yelling at me in her whatever language she, her own language. Yeah. Her name and I was like, I, I was like, I actually don't, don't know what you're saying to me at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really don't know what you're saying. She's like, I want to speak to a manager. So lucky enough, manager came over. It was grand. And then she, he was like, right, you're going to. And then he said to me like, right, just return it. And then we'll just put it in the, some sort of like non-usable stock pile. Faulty, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Even though it wasn't faulty, she just did. She, she just could have just said it was because you can't. She really... got a straightener, not a curler. Yeah, no. People and she are... would have just lied and said she didn't use it. Yeah, fair. Then she has photographic evidence. <laughs> And then uh, I just I was just like, I'm actually not dealing with this one. <laughs> and then I still think of it that now. I'm like, God, people are just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, they are. Oh. There's been some, you know, there's been some mad ones over the year. I haven't had too many in-person ones, to be honest. Oh, uh, like, yeah, no, I've had mad stuff. I had a woman try to bring back shoes after a year of her wearing them. Ooh. Yeah, I've also tried I've on multiple occasions. Um people have tried to bring in shoes on their feet and get in exchange for them there and then. I'm like, the shoes aren't on your feet. They're clearly yeah. not that uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so many stories. It's actually ridiculous. Like, I I could do a whole episode on my customer reactions. Like, <laughs> honestly, like, uh, that one, one man, I was like, well, they're on your feet. Like, there's not much I can do. Like, you can bring them back in a bag. And he was like... This is terrible. I'm never buying this brand again. I was like, nobody asked you to buy the brand again. <laughs> no one wants and you here. <laughs> no, I actually said that to him. Yeah, no, that is fair. I was like, nobody asked you to buy this brand again. Yeah. And he was like, that. oh, you have a lovely attitude. And I was like, thank you so much. This wasn't the end of my retail career, if you can't tell. I was done with people. I was like, oh, thank you so much. I hope you have a lovely day. And he was like, you're so... Oh. And I was like... Oh. Bye. And then I just waved him out of the shop. Oh, God. Oh, lovely. Now, I actually have another one there. Um, I was working for a GameStop closed. <laughs> um, <laughs> they can't get me anymore. Uh, <laughs> working for GameStop. And it was during, it was always dead during the week. Yeah. Because it was like, it's GameStop. It's for young people. And they're either in school and in the summer, everyone was away. Yeah. This was summer 2019. So it was year before the pandemic so people were still able to just go away basically whatever um i was yeah it was a particularly busy day this fella came in to return something i can't remember what it was but yeah it was a it was something that his son bought and his son was standing there looking very guilty and i was like right what's going on here 
basically whatever i can't remember what they bought but it was something wrong with it and i was like right okay do you have a receipt they did and then he was like right do you have the card you paid on he didn't have the card so i said oh well like you can always come back with the card and then we can do it do it then and he's like and he's like no i want it done now i was like well the only thing i can really offer you is to put it on a gift card yeah and he went for that so we we did it on the gift card my manager was beside me while this was happening saw it all um put it on the gift card, send him on his way. It was later on in the day, he didn't quite it down. He came back with the son and my manager was on the floor. He runs straight to her and says uh, that he wants to return the gift card. Now, obviously you can't do that. Yeah. Because it was just, it's just the way it works. And she's, she explained that you can't do that or whatever. Apparently he said really disrespectful things about me that I didn't give him the, that I didn't like give him the option or that I, forced him into doing this i was like no that's not true also she was right beside me yeah when this happened and then he pure so that happened they he started giving it to i don't know he's giving out to her but he's getting very aggressive abrasive with her i should say yeah and he then is about to walk out before he walks out he walks up to the counter has the gift card throws it at me hits me in the chest and just falls to the counter and he's like we're never coming back here and i was like Okay. <laughs> cool. I, we don't want left, to I think I just burst and I don't fucking blame you. I would as well. Oh. I, I used to love when people said that. I'm never coming here again. Good. Not going to miss you. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't have to deal with you again. Bye. Okay. Well, I was on BuzzFeed. I found some ones that have it worse than us. Would you believe it? Um... <laughs> You're like, I haven't even gotten into it. But that's, uh, <laughs> these are from BuzzFeeds. Let's get into this. So, uh, Black Friday hell. I worked at Target where we opened at 4 a.m. And we were and we're expecting it to be nightmarish, of course. But this one year, my God, these people were animals. Black Friday, like we said. Mm-hmm. Um, I was checking out a woman uh, with three carts full of toys, appliances and clothing. Suddenly, the woman behind her starts rummaging through her toy cart and holds up five identical Barbies and tells the woman that she can't take them all, and it's not fair to everyone else. Well, a flight ens- uh, well, a fight ensues, of course, and I'm trying to calm them down, but the women are fighting hard. The second woman starts using the Barbie boxes as a weapon, and I got the corner of one right on my lip, causing it to burst open. The women still didn't stop. My manager rushed over and saw my bloody lip, told me to sit down in the break room and that she would handle them. 30 minutes later, still still bleeding a bit, cops showed up and asked if I wanted to press charges. Yes, I did. Both of the women were kicked out and couldn't shop at our store after that. So at least Target at least Target cared back then, LOL. <laughs> well, that was good. Yeah, I mean, the last bit's very funny. Why the fuck? Honestly. Honestly, people are crazy. If there's any Americans that are just very invested in Black Friday, please get in touch. Yeah, and I want to know what's going on. But like, I feel like a lot of Americans agree with us our stance on Black Friday. No, they would. They would. It's just I feel like it's a certain subset of of American people that are like just giving into consumerism at that point. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. So, during high school, two thousand seven, I worked at Old Navy. One school night, a soccer mom came in right before closing, wanted to do a return. No big deal, except she wanted to return the clothes that she purchased in 1999. 
at the gap, <laughs> at the gap, not old Amy, by the way, I was 16 and dumbfounded. So I told her that, unfortunately, I couldn't complete the return. She immediately started yelling about how she paid good money for these and how dare I tell her no. Then she demanded to see my manager. Well, my manager had worked for Gap, uh, for Gap companies for almost 20 years. And he too uh, was confused. This woman literally tried to tell him that because the tags were still on the clothes that she was entitled to a full refund. He finally told her that the one thing she could get was a gift card with $1 per item, which is what they do when you've passed the return period. She left in a blind rage screaming about how she will never, ever shop at the Gap again. It still makes me laugh to this day. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they do. That's I, had they do that. I had someone do that trying to return something to games after they bought at CEX and I was like no yeah and they were like well, it, well it's a game store I'm like yeah but it's a separate game store oh that's oh. have oh, you heard that before yeah like I didn't not to your extent but like mm. so I used to work for I'm just gonna say I used to work with Skechers and I used to have people that would buy sketchers but from like shoe or office and try to ah, yeah, turn yeah. them to them. They're like, but their sketchers are from because I worked in a shopping center where there was a sports direct downstairs and they would have sold the old stock of sketchers there. And people would try to bring in the sports direct stock and be like, but they're sketchers. And I'm like, yeah, but you bought them in sports direct. Mm. So I'm sorry, they're downstairs. And then they're like, oh, okay, Grant. So or I used to get I actually got somebody tried to um bring something back from America a few times. Mm. But these in America don't like them. I'm like I had to go into whole spiel, but we'd end up always helping them out anyway, because I was sound. All right, uh, next one. I complimented a customer's shirt because it was my favourite colour. The customer proceeded to tell me about her latest hookup where the man wouldn't reciprocate oral. Oh. I would be like, will you fuck up? I'd be like, this is gas. <laughs> Tell me more. And what happened next? <laughs> I really... <laughs> you stay. I don't know what it is where people feeling like they can overshare. I'm like, I'm a good oh. I've been asked out as well by people and I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, that, that luckily now hasn't happened a lot to me. It only like... happened like twice. But look. Yeah, no, well, it happened to me zero, so. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gorgeous, Katie. What can I say? Look, look, we all know who the looker is here. No, we know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people just feel like they can overshare and I'm like, I don't need to know this. Why Why are you telling me this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had a lot of, I'm, I'm shopping for a funeral tomorrow. I'm like, okay, my husband's dad. I'm like, okay, brilliant. <laughs> I feel really bad now. Do you want ten percent off? Oh God, nothing worse. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. Uh, I worked at a shoe store at my local mall when I was in high school. Yeah, uh, I once had a grown man, probably in his late fifties, ref- refuse any kind of service from me because I was not attractive according to his standards. I've never had that happen to me before. But then again, who does? And I was completely shocked. I laughed it off because I thought he was joking, but he was dead serious. I got one of my co-workers to go help him and I stayed in the back until he left. Although I know he was a jerk, it really hurt my feelings at the time. In hindsight, I'm just pissed. What prick? Well, like, no. <laughs> Fucking arsehole, no. Jesus Christ. 
no if that had to happen to one of my staff members I would have been like well then no one's serving you exactly so Okay, number eight. I worked at an upscale women's clothing store when I was in school. One morning, as we were preparing the store for opening, my coworker had a literal seizure. Like, fell to the floor, hit her head on something on the on the way down, and blood was everywhere. We were waiting for the ambulance, and as this chaos was happening, a woman was banging on the door. I I, I opened it and politely explained that what was going on, and she may have to open a few minutes, and we have to op- open a few minutes late. She went full on Karen. And started yelling about how she drove X amount of miles to make a return and she was very busy. I was not prepared to deal with such selfishness on top of the stress of the morning. So I closed the door, locked it and walked away. (laughs) That's me. Honestly, (laughs) that is amazing. (laughs) That would have been me as a manager. If that was my scenario, I would have done the exact same thing. Goodbye. (laughs) I hate anyone that queues up. I'm sorry if you do this, but. Anyone that queues up outside the store before it's open, don't. Because you are getting slagged. No, you are. You are getting slagged. Look this, look this person. You are. I'm sorry. You are. No, stop. I've had people like show up to GameStop after we close the shutters, and then they're knocking on the window. I'm like, shutters are down. Yeah. I just want to buy one thing. No, no. No. Get here on time. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next up. Uh, when I was 17 years old, a woman tried to get me fired on Christmas Eve. The store was extra busy and she complained about having to wait. I apologised and pointed out all the registers were in use, but that the queue was moving quickly. Well, she lost her damn mind. Uh, she started throwing things and screaming for a manager. And when one finally came out, she proceeded to lie, saying I'd manhandled her and called her a bitch and then demanded I be fired on the spot. This was very easily disproved after reviewing the cameras and when the lack of evidence was shown to her, she had another meltdown and accused the security staff of tampering with the video. In the end, the police had to be called to have her removed. And even with the police there, she still screamed and threatened everyone on the way out. And that's uh, that's just one story from Retail Hell. Is that right? Oh my God, I swear to God. Honestly, some of the makeup stories and you're like, oh, that literally did not happen. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, so, so frustrating. Honestly. Um, I worked in a well-known kid's shop. A parent came in and asked if his kid could use our restroom. Our only restroom was in the back and I couldn't let them use it, so I redirected him to the next closest one. Instead of going to that restroom, he pulled out a little portable potty and his kid used it in the middle of the shop floor. Oh. That happened, that happened in an episode of Superstore. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean, why, why, where, where did you pull it out of? Maybe it was from a shelf. Where was this on your person in a, wait, in a, in a well-known kid shop? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, for God's sake. So this one, I worked at a pet store years ago. And dealt with a woman who would walk her dog inside the store during poor weather. She would come in while it was raining and cold and walk her dog through the store until it went to the bathroom. Once the dog had done its business, the woman uh, would help herself to some of the free samples, uh, tr- free sample treats and leave. What? What is wrong with people? Honestly. <laughs> who thinks, oh, it's raining. I don't really want to be outside while my dog goes to the bathroom. So we'll go into a shop. And then I'll pet just store. use the treats. Is, with the um, treats for her or the dog? For the dog. Yeah, but who ate them? 
Well, I don't know. We'll have to ask the person who Also, wrote. like, what? Honestly, what goes through people's heads? I know. Okay, no, this, this goes on. The lady never once purchased a thing from our store and had no shame in seeing staff clean up after her dog. Oh my God, what a bitch. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I've been working in retail for 16 years now, so I have some doozies. Once a guy tried to return a completely melted box of chocolate bars that had expired three years prior. Another time, a frat boy bought a plastic wrap and rubber bands because he couldn't afford condoms. And one time, a guy tried to return a car seat covered in vomit, claiming it had come that way in the box. <laughs> Look, God loves a trier. Yeah. Oh, they Uh, tried. okay, a guy came in to do a return and started yelling uh, at me. Somewhere in the yelling, his tooth fell out and landed on the counter in front of us, which was already pretty gross, even grosser. But he picked it up and put it back in his mouth. And this was before the pandemic, but it still makes my stomach turn all the time. What do you mean he put back in his mouth? There's no roots anymore. Like, did it fall over? Which tooth is it? It must have been a fake tooth. I know here. No. Uh, but it fell out, though. Yeah. So how did he put it back in his mouth if it fell out? Have you I'm ever had a tooth fall? Like, you can get, like, adhesive fake teeth that, like, will just stick on with adhesive. So he probably just, if it was a fake tooth, you probably just... Yeah, but you're not going to know that, though. No, I know. It's still a tooth all the same. But I'm just, I'm trying to work out the logistics of how he put it back in his mouth. Okay, moving on. One time a lady wanted to return a toaster because she did not like the way it was toasting her bread. To illustrate this, she brought an actual piece of bread that she had toasted just hanging out of the toaster. Oh, my I'm God. sorry, that's kind of like... It's funny, but it's just like, what, like, what possesses people to do this? Uh, for uh, for months I was stalked by a husband and wife who were part of one of those weight loss pyramid schemes they would come in two or three nights a week and follow me around while I worked to try and get me to join they told me I was uh, taking too long to lose my pregnancy weight oh okay <laughs> oh right, well these people are clearly stalking that is like yeah to Not know stalking. that like the Pregnancy weight is gone like that is stock and but customers also love to just pick out put pick on your physical appearance. Honestly, they do. The amount of times I got asked if I needed help with my acne. Really? Yeah, I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. Oh, stop. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is the last one. One time a customer shit herself and then made a complaint stating that because she didn't have shit on her when she came into the store, it somehow must have been the store's fault. She then stripped off her clothes until she was almost naked, which obviously caused another customer to complain. What? <laughs> that's the word. That's, that's a good one to end on now. Oh my god. <laughs> what would you do? Why is that someone else's fault? <laughs> Why is that a store's fault? That's so oh my god! Like, like you made me shit. Like, no, no, but like that's your bells. Your bells do all the work. I actually think I would have said that. I'm like, your bells do all the work. We don't control your bells. I'm so sorry. Can I get that on a mug, please? <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, well, those are our retail horror stories as well as some others. I'm so sorry to all of you who've had to experience similar situations. Um, but uh, out of the horror stories and into a bit of fun, it's a pop quiz all about uh, all about Superstore for Miss Katie. And the winner gets a Cloud9 voucher. Yay! Wait, <laughs> I it's can closed? finally go visit in it. <laughs> Wait, it's closed? Okay, no, okay. Scrap that. Yeah, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 10 questions all about Katie. Uh, all about Katie? All about you, Katie. <laughs> all about Superstore for Katie. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, question one. Which character is an illegal immigrant? Mateo. That's right. Question two, multiple choice. What does Cheyenne name her daughter? Is it... Harmonica, Corona, Harmony, or Sammy? Harmonica. It's Harmonica, yeah. Yeah. Question three, multiple choice. Who's Cloud9's oldest employee? Dina, Glenn, Myrtle, or Sandra? Myrtle. It's Myrtle. Question four, which two characters are pregnant at the same time? Um, Amy and Dina? Yeah, that's right. Question five, multiple choice. What secret does Jonah hide from his parents? He dropped out of business school. He's dating Amy. He has a second job or he moved in with Kelly. He dropped out of business school. That's right. Question six, uh, multiple choice. What is Cloud9's slogan? Fly like an angel. Live, laugh, buy. Have a heavenly day or float on a cloud. Have a heavenly day. Absolutely. Question seven. Uh, which character owns a number of birds? Dina. That's right. True or false? Cloud Nine offer maternity leave. True. False. False. <laughs> Question nine. What major event occurs in season six? Uh, Huge major. major world event. Oh, world event, coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like that. Amy got a new job. <laughs> that, that's that's eventful, but it's not, the, not the one I was talking about. <laughs> Question 10. Which character dresses up as Brexit in a Halloween episode? Glenn? No. Oh, damn it. I don't know. It's Jonah. Ah. It had to be one of the two. Yeah, that's a Jonah move if there ever was one. Yeah. Okay, so next up, we're going to put Superstore on our pop scale. We rank it out of five based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Katie, out of five, what do you give Superstore? Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm going to give it four and a half. Mm -hmm. It's just, I can't give it a full five. I don't know why. Just something in me was like, no, you can't. But I really love it. And I, I actually, the only thing I can complain about is that they didn't use an actual disabled person to mm. portray a disabled person. So four and a half. What about you? I'm going to go four and a half as well. Okay. I can't give it the full five. Something is just stopping me. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, something's just stopping me, I think. Um, I mean, I dressed up as a Cloud9 employee for Halloween one year. You did. I, I was going to wait for you to bring that up. I was like, I was like, I actually forgot to bring it up. Now it's the, now it's the time. Um, so, I mean, I love it so much. I mean, <laughs> inspired a Halloween costume. What can I say? I think it's very well written, very relatable. The characters are it's incredibly memorable. Some very funny moments in there. 
it's just you can I can just watch it again and again and again and America Ferrera. Enough Yeah, said. enough said. <laughs> so next up we're gonna talk about what's popping, meaning what we're enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? Um, I'm really liking Dodie, so Dodie Clark, um, on YouTube. I used to love her years and years ago, and I've recently gotten back into her older music. Um, so loving that. Um, what else am I? Um, extraordinary. I'm still watching that. We're nearly at the end. A new season's coming out, but we're nearly at the end of season one. Loving that. I actually forgot to mention last week, so I'm going to mention it this week. But Iron Claw. Oh, yeah. It was very sad. But it was amazing. And other than that, nothing else is popping with me. What's popping with you? Um, let's see. So I love Selena Gomez's new song. Let me just find it here. Um, uh, it's called Love On. As I say, Love Me, it's Love On. Um, it is really, really good. Um, I rewatched the Mean Girls musical there and I still love it. What can I say? I'm still obsessed. Um, I listened, oh, I found your podcast, Frank Film Club. So that's, have you heard of that? No. Do you know Maisie Williams? Yes. Yeah, she's hosted with two of her friends. Nice. That's a bit cool. She was like, because she's real like, you know, she was in Game of Thrones. She's like, yeah, it was part of this big thing. Now I just watch films with my friends. I'm like, you know what? I like her. Yeah, I like her too. Really like her. Um, And then I'm reading uh, Siege and Storm right now by Lee Bardugo. Nice. And I feel like there was something else there. I feel like there was something else. Oh, I'm going to be kicking myself later. I know, I was kicking myself last week. I know, always happens, always happens. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it, really. <laughs> Nice. okay, so Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Podcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and a rating and a comment on Spotify if you so wish because it really helps us out. And if any of your family and friends need new podcasts in their ears, they can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Okay, that was our episode on Superstore. Your total is nineteen eighty nine uh, plus tax, and you'll hear from us next week. Goodbye.